Hello, and welcome back to season two of the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. I'm Diane Gibbs, your hostess with the mostest, and I am going to continue to share my stories of drinking and drunking my way through 30 plus years and how I finally found freedom from alcohol. I'm still having fun. These stories are real, raw, and relatable. So hang on and get ready for the next one. In 2011, my decision to stop drinking alcohol propelled my sweet tooth into overdrive. Despite rigorous daily workouts with a personal trainer, I realized that I needed more, prompting me to pursue becoming a health coach. Through this journey, I discovered the necessity of eliminating the white stuff white flour, white sugar, pasta, potatoes, bread and faced this dilemma of finding something that would satisfy and find an alternative. Thus, I deconstructed cookie dough, crafting a healthier plant based, vegan, and gluten free version that doubles as a functional energy ball, promoting overall well being. Drawing my inspiration from my family's famed sticky buns, I coined them sticky balls. My personal struggle with the transition to a healthier lifestyle became a driving force behind solving the problem many face. When guilty pleasures clash with wellness goals, these balls are delicious, nutritious, and healthy solution to that dilemma. So get ready to stick to my new favorite snack obsession with Gibbs Goodies Sticky Balls. These plant powered, vegan, gluten free cookie dough bites are more than just a mouthful of yum. They're a flavorful, packed energy burst. With a functional twist. Pop one, feel the gooey goodness, and power up your day in the most delicious, guilt free possible way. It's time to stick with Gibbs Sticky Balls and elevate your snack game to a whole new level of awesomeness. Well, 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 we're back. Hey, how's it going? It's the end of January, January 31st. I can't believe that.、Uh, 93rd podcast. It's really coming close to that 100th podcast. It's quite amazing in my mind. I am quite proud of myself.、Um, pretty exciting. I、uh, was just listening to Mel Robbins this week, and she was talking about、um, is it Nell's? I can't remember her last name, but she won the Oscar.、Uh, she did not Oscar, she won an Emmy. For being in the movie Dahmer, and she got up and she was like, Yes, I thank myself. And oh my gosh, how often do we actually give ourselves credit? How often do we say we're proud of ourselves? I've got to admit that years ago, I could not even ever say I was proud of myself. And、um, I would actually start to saying it and I would start crying. And so that was, I had my personal trainer. So, That was like 14 years ago. And it really took me a long time to realize how proud of myself I was. And if you ever think that yourself, write down 10 things that you've done, that you've, that you've done, that you've been proud of. I mean, I always,、um, I probably even have 
one of my lists right here. Okay, here it is. 10 things I am proud of. Well, um, the date is, oh, that looks like somebody's phone number. Okay, so I ran my family's business. I ran an urban Athlon. That was really cool. I did it as a, um, it's a obstacle race running race. Um, I lived through Lou's death. I graduated from MSU. Uh, I traveled around the world for or the Europe for three months, and I've done gone to Europe several times. I bought the best condo with the best view ever. Um, I hit my lifetime goal with Weight Watchers. I had moved to Chicago. I called off my wedding. That was so smart. Um, I won the President's Cup with U.S. Food two times. I, oh, it says I signed up for the integration, uh, integrative nutrition. I actually graduated and became a health coach. That was one of the best things that I could have done for myself. Um, functional medicine and really getting into the heart of what is going on in your body and not taking pharmaceuticals. And that's one thing, reason, that's why I decided to make my balls. It's so fun to connect all these dots. Um... Well, it's so interesting that it doesn't even say quitting alcohol was the top uh, because, and then it said, quit my job in U.S. at U.S. Foods in 2019, and I've been living my best life. So the last time I wrote on here was 2022, but this other list went way back because um, I would have to say that this is at least... Uh, five plus years old. Um, not even, I think even longer than that, 10 years old. So, but listen, I'm going to give you that little task of um, making a list of five things you're proud of, and you should be really like proud of yourself. So I, like I said, it is number um, 93. And I have been talking about letting things go and friendships. And so um my dear friend is um, in town visiting, and um, I have known her. We have known her since we were born because our fathers worked together, and um, they had cigars in honor of our birth. And then as children, little wee kids, we played together. I have pictures of her sitting on her mom's lap at my birthday party. And then she went to Catholic school, and I went to um, East Grand Rapids. So we didn't get to see each other as much, but we still ran into each other and her grandma lived right behind me. I mean, she's just been like a dear, dear friend of mine forever. And then when she ended up coming to our high school, like I knew her. So I, I you know, I made sure that she became friends with all my friends and, um, and she knew some people already because of going to Catholic school and um, going to Catholic church. So anyways, um, Gosh, we've, she and I have had so many adventures together and, um, this isn't, um, um, I'm just, well, I guess I'm just going to tell you, but I'll continue to tell you some background. I don't like to ever share, share somebody else's story. Um, they, these are my stories, but, um, she is just like always been, um, one of my all time favorite people. And, um, and so she lives um, out of the country and she's come back for a visit with um, to see her mama. 
And I just had a great opportunity to hang out with her one-on-one just the other day. It had been on Monday. And the thing is, is that I was kind of saying that I wasn't able um, to interact in the same way anymore. I'd made some, um, I really had been thinking about how I feel when I go to parties and when it's a large group, what is works and what doesn't work. And so I really decided when I got to see her this time that it was going to be, um, I wanted to do a one-on-one. And um, it was one-on-one with her dear mom and who's a wonderful friend of mine. So it was just really precious time. And I just want to say that, um, you know, I've mentioned uh, I grew up drinking. And so um, we were all, and a lot of people are all still heavy um, drinkers. And so there are times, like this friend really actually said something about what the partying that I was doing at one point and really helped me um, wake up and change my life. And I hope one day that maybe at some point um, things can, you know, some of my friends can uh, find their way over onto the light side. And so one of my things is that my friend and I hadn't really been talking in a while. She'd come home in the um, in the like Easter, and we really didn't get a chance to talk because there's all these people around always. And I really, there'd been some things that have been said, and I really just wanted to find out who my friend was and like how she's doing, and you know how things are going with her kids and just her her life. And I um was getting ready to go over to her um. I'd woken up that morning. I got a late start for some reason and I just couldn't seem like I I woke up and then I fell back asleep and I woke up pretty late and I was doing my journaling like I always do and I go into my Bible app and then I go into the Bible. I go into my Devo and then I go into my Bible app and I opened up the home setting on the Bible app and oh my gosh, this scripture like, oh, it totally screamed out at me because um, it said, refuse to be a critic full of bias towards others, and you will not be judged. For you'll be judged by the same standard that you've used to judge others. The measurement you use on them will be used on you. And I was just like, oh my gosh. That was so for me. I just, you know, sometimes when you're thinking about what's going on in your processing in your head, you really, it's always so much better like to talk about it out loud, to journal about it. And I was getting, um, you know, making up all these conversations in my head, um, what way I should go, this or that. And so I really would like to help, um, but you know what? This is these decisions for people to drink or not to drink is totally up to them. And you can't really ever force anybody to quit. And you would hope at some point they there would be an opportunity that there would be see the light. But sometimes it's just it's just not in the guards of what's I continue to experience. But as I hung out with my friend, um, I've gotta tell you, we had a really nice time catching up that I just was able to ask some really great questions and to see where she's at. And she asked me questions and it was like, Hey, you know, getting to 
know each other again. And I was able to start explaining about where I was at and how I had wasn't interacting in the same manner and um, she gets it. And one of the things for us is that when um, she's like so many hours ahead, so she'll have an opportunity to have um, beverages before, you know, like it's in the late afternoon for me. And so she's had cocktails and it's just not my favorite thing to have those conversations. And so we've had some discrepancies over that situation when I said, I love you, but I want to talk to you when you're not drinking because I don't drink and this just is not the way to do it for me. And, um, and so that's why we just don't seem to talk very often. Um, uh, but getting together, whether it was just like old times. And um, I just want to say that I, I dearly do love her. And it's very interesting to kind of, um, like even at dinner tonight, we were, I was with all my friends and, and they're like, oh, you're the sober one here tonight. Like I am the sober one. And I enjoyed uh, my time, but like it just couldn't continue on. I, I just feel less and less of um, my ability to be around it. They're delightful when they don't drink and they're not, there's not a problem um, when they are, um, they're just being who they are and silly and whatever. And, um, and so I, um, that was my interaction. I felt like, I'll tell you, I'm just going to say I was a terrible mess all day and I was in a super funky move and I felt like I was spiraling. I did some breath work and I, I was on some calls and I just, I felt like I wasn't getting anything accomplished. I went out for a walk. I was trying to shake it off. It was just, uh, and, um, I have to admit like while I was spiraling, I like quick pop some CBD and then I actually even like smoked a joint just because I was, that was my norm to hang out with them. And I'll tell you, it did take some of my, um, the pressure off, the anxiety lessened. I wasn't so anxious. Um, the pacing, I could just sit down and just kind of try to relax a little bit before it was time for me to go. And um, it's, uh, I mean, I, I get it, you know, we want something to uh, um, help lessen the the racing in my mind, it just wouldn't stop. I went for a walk. I listened to a podcast and it just kept on going on. And it was really the anxiety of getting together with um, my friends tonight. And, um, and I was so glad that I just, um, I look at my friends with love and I, I, we have some great memories. And so I just make a really short story, really long. Um, but this I'll make a little bit short. So back in um, 1999, I went out to visit her and she lived in New York City. I mean, this girl, so much fun. We'd partied hard, 
after work, um, she, you know, had a lot of colleagues that she would get together with. Um, she was in the finance world so that um, it was just like, um, you know, you got done earlier and uh, they, um, uh, and my situation is that I got to know a lot of her colleagues. Um, I guess it was, must've been towards the time end of the time when, no, my restaurant closed later. Anyways, I knew her people and I came out to visit um, New York. Oh, along with um, another one of the girls. And so we did a couple things. I'm going to tell you about one of the, um, we, there's a Coyote Ugly Bar. That's where it originally started. I didn't bother to look up the name, the actual name, but that's what we're just going to call it. So we went there and we were really excited. So, you know, here I am from living in Ludington. And so going to New York City, it's super cool, hip and hop. And we went for dinner before and it was some Mexican place and it was really good. But there was a big group of us and, you know, you're trying to get drunk because you're going to go to Kyle the Ugly and dance on the bar tops. Well, we get there and it was kind of, was, it was kind of quiet. So we were just, um, you know, just like feeling the place out. Some more people came and then we got our nerve to get up and um, dance at the bar. Now, um, yeah, that w I thought we were so cool. And I just have to say that I fell off the bar. Imagine that. And then my other friend got up. I think she fell off the bar twice. It was quite tragic, our situation. And um, we, since we got into New York, we all, whatever we'd like start um, the day out, you would start with drinks, even in the morning if we had an opportunity. That's just what we always did. We just continuously partied and drank and to see how long we could go. So here we are. Now it's got to be like 10, 1030 at night. And um and it really, the night is young at that time in New York City, but we had been drinking the margaritas at dinner and, in you know, we're at Coyote Ugly dancing and drinking and drinking. And, and it was still always the thing to get, let's do shots. Like, we want to get more drunk. Like, there was a no. By that time, I was already over the line. And... I I was had lost all control like of um putting any kind of limits on what I was doing. I was just like there to get wasted. And I remember I think I had gotten up the last time one more time. I was trying to get up on the bar and they're like no 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 you can't and I was just like oh my gosh, you know what? I actually can't. I can't do this anymore. I was so wasted. So I said I've got to go. And I got my friend's keys and I went back to her place. Um, she lived up like on the east side. Um, she lived up where like, Breakfast with Tiffany's was filmed. She had this gorgeous, um, it was a studio, but it was huge, beautiful, high ceiling, and um, this tiniest kitchen I'd ever seen. And anyway, so uh, go back there. I get in. I'm like so way, way out of it. 
I don't even barely remember getting in, but I had trouble. I was very noisy. I like um, was disturbing the neighbors with my um, just my antics coming up the stairs. So I get into my friend's place and I pass out. So, gosh, I don't even know like how long. Well, I guess I, I don't even remember those guys coming home. So I get up in the morning or waking up in the morning. I'm like, oh, where am I? Oh, my gosh. And like I was going to this is so I had come home and crashed. But my friend and I that were visiting, we were going to sleep like on the couch. And I woke up and I'm sleeping next to my girlfriend and my friend whose apartment was she was on the couch. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what the hell? what happened? I don't remember. And she's like, Oh my gosh. Like we were dancing at the bar. You decided to leave. You came home. We came home much later, but you wouldn't answer the buzzer. We were locked out and you had the keys. So we were buzzing everybody else's apartments and the lady below like finally let us in and she was super pissed off. And I just was like, oh my gosh. And she goes, and then we come upstairs to my friend's place and the door is wide open and you are passed out. Just passed out, you did not move. And I was just like horrified. It was that, that feeling like, Oh my gosh, you know, then I would like reach and make sure I'd, you know, clothes on, that my pants weren't wet, that I hadn't pissed myself. I just, my body shut down when I um, got wasted. Um, and those blackouts were more and more and more. And this was in 99. So then I spent another, um, gosh, four, uh, like, 10 years drinking. Wow. Man, that was just so rough. Well, so my friend and I were like so horrified. Um, well, I was horrified and as she was telling the story. So I said, oh my gosh, I need to go. Um, we need to like apologize to the lady downstairs. So she and I went to the um, shop across the street. Oh, I love New York shopping and those markets. It was one of those big, like, the beautiful meat counters and the specialty pastries and everything. So we loaded up and came back, left a box of chocolates at the lady's door, and then kind of proceeded to try to feel better. Um, but, you know, you really kind of, like got this, the sweets in again and, um, try to unfog your brain and then head back out. In New York city, you really didn't necessarily lounge around way too much. I know, I think we hung out probably till the afternoon and then, um, went and, um, just, you just start drinking, eating and drinking again. And, and that's just, um, what we did. Um, and it, it was amazing. That was just the whole program. And I'm so grateful that that's not my program. I'm so grateful that I don't can't even participate in that manner. And 
man, I love my friends, um, but I can't do that. I can do a couple hours, um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, I just put a smile on my face because I just think about how I love them. <laughs> That's all I can do. And, um, and so I wasn't even sure how this podcast was going to go tonight. I did want to really tell this story about New York because I have some great stories about her and, um, and I love New York city. Um, but you know, the, how drunk, like there's so much that could have happened. I always talk about like God's prayers were over me. Uh, my parents uh, prayers of protection, I never had any regard for how much I drank for the place and position I was putting myself. And I just continued on as, um, in it because that was the thing to do always. I didn't know how to do anything, but, and it got so old, but I still couldn't get out of it. I just want you guys to know there is, a, you can get out of that. There is a whole different world without alcohol. And I'll tell you, you know what? It was cheaper. Like my friend's dinner tonight, they had, theirs was 140 and mine was 90. So their, their um, bill was $50 more um, than mine. And I actually did have some non-alcoholic mocktails. I just started doing that, but I never really did it before because I just didn't want all the sugar. But I really needed something to um, just uh, toast with my friends. And um, yeah, but you know what? I want you to know I'm here, you guys. I just want, I'm reaching out and I just, I want you to know whoever gets it, whoever wants it, whoever understands it, who's ready for that change and you're ready to surrender you were ready to transform your life, I'm here. I want to be there for you and to um, help you when you're ready to say yes. Because there's healing on the other side. There's feeling so good on the other side. Not waking up anxious, not waking up nauseous, not waking up with a splitting headache, not waking up going, where the hell am I and what did I do? Like, I don't black out anymore. I don't have any opportunities to put myself in that situation. And oh my gosh, thank you. 12 and a half years. I'm so proud of myself. Woohoo! So listen, I'm here. I want to make a commitment to you. I want to help you with your self-care. And so maybe this is going to be your first time that you really are, love yourself and proud of yourself. It's going to be February 1st on Thursday. Why don't you start um, the month off? And people are doing dry January, dry February. Man, this is when I tried to do it. I really think I might have done it one year, but it was not easy. And I did it another time with a boyfriend who quit early. And I just thought it was so uncool. I'm like, he totally started drinking without me. Anyways, Make a commitment to yourself, giving you the opportunity to just find this freedom. It is just such a freeing experience not to drink alcohol anymore. And um, you guys can heal yourself. You can have a healthier self. It's totally possible. 
It is totally possible. If I was able to get off of it, you can do it for sure. And um, I just want you to know I'm here. So tonight, tomorrow, whenever you listen to this podcast, write down um, five things you're proud of. And um, you got to pat yourself on your back. I don't know if you guys are still doing the gratitude, but um, I love doing those gratitude every day. I've got all this every single day and it fills my page and it just brings me. And I just want you to know that I am grateful for you guys. I thank God for you every time that I am doing my daily gratitude because I'm so grateful for the 420 reasons I quit drinking. I'm so grateful I don't drink alcohol. I'm so grateful that this podcast has changed my life more than I ever even knew. And I was talking to my friend. My friends haven't changed. I've changed. I've changed for the better. I feel so much better. And my friends aren't bad. They're just stuck in the alcohol treadmill and can't think, you know, they just want to keep going and they're spinning, spinning, spinning. And it spins my head and, um, and it's hard. Um, but you know, there are other, there's support on the other side. There's freedom from alcohol, freedom. And I was really glad that, um, you know, God reminded me that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and judge them. I love them. I understand um, what it was like. I just can't imagine. I just am like, don't you want, don't you want to stop? But once again, um, I just want you to know I'm here. And if you guys are getting it, if you have this awareness and you're ready to accept it, and you can make that change, be inspired to explore taking the action to really just change your life. So, okay. Thanks again for stopping by. I'm so grateful for you guys. Um, I just, what a blessing to be able to share my stories and for you guys to listen. If you guys want to have an opportunity to share with me, please DM me. I would love to have you on my podcast. I know that there's some East Grand Rapids people out there and Michigan State. So I did just um, make a um, updated list and I was trying to use my Calendly to get it all set up. And it's in my uh, link tree, which is or in my show notes. So please reach out. I'm here. I want to thank all you guys um, for stopping by and listening and being so supportive. And um, until next time, uh, God bless. As an added bonus, I just want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to my podcast. And I wanted to offer you an opportunity to get a discount on ordering Gibbs Goodies Sticky Balls. Use the code 420 and get a discount. You can go gibbsgoodies.com, use code 420 and get a discount and get your hands sticky on my balls. Thanks again. And have a ball. Gibbs goodies are a healthy indulgence and they're so goody for you.
I want to thank you again for stopping by and listening to the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. If you are continuing to enjoy this podcast, please rate and review. Follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Share with a friend. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think. Greatly appreciate you stopping by and coming back. If you're interested in learning any more about CBD, DM me. Um, there is a link in my show notes where you can find out more information. Thanks again and have a great day. Hey guys, I just need to say this. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcohol or mental health, seek professional help. Thank you for joining us on this exploration. Until next time, sip mindfully and live consciously. Cheers.